Welcome to 7-Minute Torah. I'm Rabbi Micah Streifer. Here's how this podcast works. Each week we begin with about 7 to 10 minutes on the weekly parsha, hence the name 7-Minute Torah. You'll either hear me, or you'll hear me in conversation with a Jewish thought leader. After that, if you want to stick around, we often continue with a bonus interview where we talk about all things Jewish. Welcome, everyone. We're reading this week from Vayera, which is Genesis chapters 18 through 22. Vayera is the story of, or many stories about, Abraham and Sarah. It talks about the announcement of the birth of Isaac, their son. It talks about the story of Sodom and Gomorrah, which I talked about in last year's podcast. It talks about the their sojourn with the Philistines, the birth of Isaac, the aftermath of that whole story, and ultimately the binding of Isaac. The image that always strikes me with this Parsha is the way that it begins. The opening words of the Parsha are this, Vayera elav Adonai mamre, yoshev petach ha'ohel kechom hayom. God appeared to him, him here being Abraham, at Elone Mamre, which is the name of a place. It's often translated as the terebinths of Mamre. Terebinths are a kind of tree. He was sitting, Abraham was sitting at the entrance of the tent in the heat of the day. So you have this picture of Abraham kind of lounging underneath a tree, maybe at the entrance of his tent. Maybe Sarah was puttering around and their son Ishmael, who's about 13 at the time, I like to imagine he was off playing his Xbox or something like that. So it almost sounds like the picture of a thoroughly ordinary day. And then God shows up. So this is not an ordinary day. Because if we think about it, first of all, Abraham and Sarah are almost a 100 years old. And the last portion ended with Abraham and all the men in his family being circumcised. So the rabbis say that what Abraham was actually doing at the entrance of the tent was convalescing, recovering from his surgery. Can you imagine at age 99? And that God showing up here is the fulfillment of a mitzvah, Bikor Cholim, visiting the sick. In fact, if you look really closely at this passage, you see that what looks like an ordinary day is actually full of mitzvot, full of holy acts being performed. So for example, when Abraham looks up, he sees that he has travelers coming his way. The Parsha started off by saying that God appeared to him. It continues by telling us that that visit happened in the form of three visitors, three travelers. Abraham jumps up and runs to greet them. It says in Hebrew, He ran to meet them. Remember, he was circumcised a few days ago. And he brings them in and welcomes them and asks Sarah to prepare a wonderful meal. Abraham is fulfilling the mitzvah of hachnasat orchim, of welcoming the stranger or being hospitable. And this reminds us of the Midrash, where the rabbis say that Abraham and Sarah's tent was open on all four sides so that they could always welcome strangers into their space. If we go a little farther in the Parsha, we see other mitzvot being performed, other holy acts being performed. There's a passage later in the chapter where it says that Abraham stands before God, and the rabbis in the Talmud say that Abraham is praying. He's instituting the morning service, performing the mitzvah 
of tefillah, the mitzvah of prayer. We also have in this passage the announcement of the birth of Isaac, considered traditionally a mitzvah of be fruitful and multiply, that is, of passing on tradition from one generation to the next. And then my favorite example of a mitzvah in this passage, or what the rabbis say is a mitzvah, when the angels, the visitors, announce to Abraham that he's going to have a son, or that Sarah is going to have a son, it says that Sarah is listening at the entrance of the tent behind them, and she begins to laugh. She says, Now that I am withered, am I to have enjoyment with my husband so old? In other words, my husband's so old, how could we possibly have a child? She laughs out loud, which is, of course, the origin of the name Yitzchak, or Isaac, which means to laugh. God then relays that conversation to Abraham, saying, Why did Sarah laugh, saying, Shall I in truth bear a child, old as I am? But you'll notice God has changed the language. Sarah didn't say, How will I bear a child, old as I am? Sarah said, How am I going to have a child with my husband so old? So why did God lie? Why did God tell Abraham, that Sarah said something different. The rabbis say this was the mitzvah of shalom bayit, of keeping peace in the household. God didn't want Abraham to know that his wife had called him old. I think we could debate the merits of the little white lie, whether God was justified in changing Sarah's words to spare Abraham's feelings. But either way, what's clear is that the rabbis see this chapter, or this set of chapters, as being the description of a whole series of holy actions, often embedded in what seem like ordinary actions. The act of circumcision, which elevates a surgery to be a sign of the covenant. The act of visiting the sick, where God shows up to visit Abraham, performing the holy act of supporting someone who's not well. The act of prayer, the act of keeping peace, of treating others kindly. These could be seen as ordinary things, a surgical procedure or a visit to a friend. But the Torah says they're not ordinary. They are mitzvah. They are acts of sacred obligation that make a difference in the lives of other people and in the world. So much so that the parsha begins with God performing one of them. God showing up to visit Abraham to show that to do a mitzvah is to do a godly act, is to bring God's presence into the world. I think that one of the central messages of Judaism is this idea that we can elevate the ordinary. We can take what seems like a regular act and make it holy. That's what we do, for example, when we light candles. We turn wax and wicks into a symbol for something holy, something sacred. And we turn a day of the week, the seventh day, into Shabbat, which of course is a time of sacredness. It's the same when we say a blessing over a food item and sanctify the act of eating, or when we donate food or money to the poor. The act of giving something to somebody can feel ordinary, but it's not. It's a mitzvah. It's a sacred act that makes the world a better place. So Judaism invites us to walk through the world looking for opportunities to find holiness or to create holiness, to bring God's presence into the world through our own actions. Ultimately, the mitzvah is the building block of Jewish life. How do you live a Jewish life? By performing mitzvot, by performing these obligations. That's the way that we make the world better for others. It's one of the ways that we find meaning 
And it's the way that we elevate the moments of our lives from ordinary to extraordinary, from mundane to sacred. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Hey there, Rabbi Micah Streifer here. I want to invite you to continue the conversation in our new Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search 7-Minute Torah Listen and Discuss. Then you can join the group and join the conversation. See you there. Thanks for listening to 7-Minute Torah. If you enjoyed this program, please leave a review or a comment. And please pass it on to a friend. You can also subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week.